friends, and welcome to my treehouse. My name's Miss Adventure, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. You can grab a hold of the rope ladder and climb on up to join me. Watch your step, grab a cushion to sit on. Here at Miss Adventure's treehouse, I love having fun, being silly, sharing stories, making new friends, and in the process, learning what makes Jesus so special and what makes us so special to him. I've got a surprise for you today, friends. We get to visit with two old friends today. Hey, Miss Adventure, we're not old. Oh, sorry, Marty, I didn't mean old as in your age, but old as in we've been friends for a long time. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, we have, that's true. Friends, Marty and Annie are here at the treehouse to visit with us. And not only that, but today's story is another Marty and Annie adventure. Annie, a friend of mine, Josephine, has a question for you today. Oh boy, this sounds fun. What is it, Josephine? This is Josephine. I'm eight years old and I would like to ask Annie, what's the funniest thing Marty has ever done? Oh goodness, you better not tell them about that time. <laughs> you know I am. What time? I mean, as long as it's okay with you, Marty. Oh, okay, sure. It's fine. So the other day, I went over to Marty's burrow. We were going to go swimming. I went to his room and he wasn't there, so I went to the swimming pool. Still couldn't find him. I looked over and under everything, hollering his name. Finally, I stopped and could hear this really muffled sound. I followed my ears into Marty's kitchen, and to my surprise, I saw Marty's backside poking out of the top of a glass jar. It, it was a pickle jar. Right, a, a pickle jar. Turns out, he was down to the last pickle and had crawled inside of the jar to get it out. Except I had miscalculated the size of my body compared to the opening of the jar. <laughs> yep, he was in a pickle. Jar. <laughs> Stuck in there. His face was all squished up against the jar. He looked so silly. But that's not even the funniest. Oh? Marty, you're looking a little red. I got his mom and dad and we pulled and tugged on his hind legs trying to free him. But he just wouldn't budge. So we had to call the fire department. <laughs> to get him out, they had to drag him out of the burrow in that jar, just past all of his friends and family. Then, once we got him outside... Marty sneezed, and it shot him right out of the jar all on his own. The mole rat fire brigade all went toppling over like dominoes when he <laughs> ran into them. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine that. Marty, did you just snort? <laughs> I, I'm just a funny guy, Miss Adventure. Just the, the life of the party, you know? <laughs> it's always good to be able to laugh at yourself, Marty. You know, not take yourself too seriously. I had to do that the other day, too, but we'll save that story for another day. Oh, Miss Adventure, come on, share! Not today, friends, but don't worry, sometime soon I will. Today we've got to get to our story, your story. But before we jump in, I need to say a huge thank you to Josephine for sending me her question for Annie. Thank you. And thank you, Tegan, for sending me some amazing drawings. My favorites are of a map of Edwin and Buddy's adventure looking for treasure in the treasure hunt story, and Baby Owl falling from her tree as she was learning to fly. And Catherine, thank you for sending me a sweet video about what you love about our stories. 
I loved hearing from each of you, and I would love hearing from you too. You can find my email address or a link to our Facebook group in the show notes if you'd like to send a note or drawing my way. Okay, so let's get to our story. Today's story is called Marty and Annie, Following Mr. Lion. Let's go. Are you sure, Annie? Maybe he wasn't calling us. Maybe he was just roaring. You know, lions just roar sometimes. Marty! Annie the hummingbird landed right in front of her naked mole rat friend, stopping him in his tracks. You know better than that. He is calling us. Can't you feel it inside? He saved our lives in that video game. The least we can do is come when he calls. Marty and Annie were playing tag in the desert when they had heard Mr. Lion call them to follow. They immediately took off toward the canyon's edge, but now, more than halfway into their trek, Marty was second-guessing their decision. Okay, okay, uh, you're right. I do feel it. We are supposed to follow. Marty wanted to ignore the excitement welling up inside of him for something that felt a little more... safe. But... He is a lion, after all, not a sloth or a koala. He could eat us in a single bite. Aren't you a little nervous? Of course I am. He is a lion. But he could have destroyed us already in the video game when we trespassed in his garden. And he didn't. We could have been his afternoon snack. But instead, he gave up his life for us. And what else are we going to do, Marty? Sit around and play... video games? Something about the lion's call to follow made video games seem lifeless and gray. Two-dimensional. Boring. Annie took off again, this time flying faster across the desert toward the canyon's edge. Wait up, wait up. I'm coming. What do you think he wants, Annie? Annie smiled at the excitement in her friend's voice. She felt the same, maybe more. I don't know for sure. Annie paused. But I surely can't wait to find out. Annie, we're almost there. But when we get there, how will we cross over the canyon? And where do you suppose we'll find Mr. Lion? He seemed to disappear right after we left home. Marty looked weary, and a bit uncertain again. This was all so new. He missed his burrow. It didn't make him feel anxious like being out in the open desert, searching for an animal with giant claws and teeth. Annie didn't want to admit it either, but she was getting a bit nervous too. And when she didn't have anything encouraging to answer to Marty's questions, she kept flying in silence. They slowed as they approached the edge of the cliff to the canyon and stopped. <sighs> now what? One second, they didn't see anything except the canyon. <laughs> the next, Mr. Lion was bounding up at them with his teeth showing. His roar was the loudest they had ever heard. <laughs> Mr. Lion stopped only inches from where Annie and Marty stood. Scram! He yelled as he snarled. Marty closed his eyes, knowing that he had made the biggest mistake of his life. Annie squinted her eyes and tried to spit out words, 
Mr. Lion, we we thought you wanted us to follow you. Please, please don't eat us. I'm not talking to you, my dear ones. And with his giant paw, he pointed directly behind the two friends at a pack of hungry wolves who were now whimpering as they scattered and ran away. It took several minutes for Annie's mind to wrap itself around what had just happened. Marty opened one eye, slowly, to see a patient Mr. Lion smiling down at them. Friends. He finally spoke once they gained their composure. You made it. He gently laid himself on the ground and stretched out a paw, peacefully beckoning them into a hug. You saved us! Again! exclaimed Marty as he climbed upon Mr. Lion's paw. Annie landed next to him. Thank you! His eyes looked deeply into theirs. The look of delight and tender love across his face made them certain they had, in fact, made the right decision to come. I did save you, and I always will. Please don't forget this, for there are many adventures ahead now that you're following me, and I will watch out for you and protect you through them all, I promise. Mr. Lion rolled playfully onto his back and wrapped them in a hug in his warm, furry mane. He gently set them down and rolled over onto all fours again. Now are you two ready for your second adventure? As long as you're coming with us, Mr. Lion, I'm ready for anything. Well, Annie, I will be with you. Perfect! Let's go! But not in the way you expect. What do you mean, Mr. Lion? This next adventure is a mission that I have created just for you. I can't go where I'm about to send you. At least not physically, and not yet. I think... I thought you just said you would be with us. I'm confused. It will take some time to fully understand, dear. While I won't be able to be with you like we are now, I will be with you. Inside of you. I will protect you from the outside, and I will guide you from the inside. You have only to be still and ask for guidance, and you will hear my voice inside of you. He touched each of them so gently upon their heads that they were barely able to feel it. But then, before they could voice their questions, something warm radiated through their entire bodies, and they felt powerful, bold, alive. Marty smiled the biggest smile to ever cross his lips. Annie laughed. (laughs) Yes, Mr. Lion, I I understand. You are with us. And you will always be. Just don't forget, my friends, to be still and ask for guidance, and then listen. I promise to be your guide. So, what's the important mission? With his new boldness, Marty was ready to get started. I'm so glad you're ready. I have another friend. He needs rescuing, just as you two did, inside a video game. Marty's eyes lit up even brighter. Yes! What type of game is it? This one is a battle. The trouble is, Trevor doesn't know yet that he even needs rescued. You two were in trouble and had no hope of rescuing yourselves. Trevor, well, he's gotten used to the battle around him and doesn't even recognize it going on. He needs your help to see it, 
and even more than that, to find the way to win the battle. Oh boy, this sounds difficult, but exciting. And so important. Yes, yes it is. Mr. Lyons smiled at their excitement. Here you go. He handed them each a video game controller. When you're ready, just press start. And don't forget, I am always with you. Marty and Annie glanced at each other. One, two, three! Annie and Marty slowly spun around in a circle, admiring the scenery. Wow, I've never been somewhere so beautiful. It doesn't look anything like the desert. Palm trees swayed in the breeze, and from their vantage point atop a hill, they could tell they were at the center of an island completely surrounded by the most gorgeous blue water. The sun was shining, and the air smelled of... Coconut, Annie announced. Doesn't it smell amazing? Ah! Marty, where did that come from? They both looked in the direction from which a coconut fell and saw a small monkey at the top of a tree. Duck, Marty! No, that's not even a bird, Annie. That's a monkey. Ouch! Oh no, did did you get hit by the coconut? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. It didn't actually hit me. It just came close and I ouched too soon. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Marty. We better move, though, or one of them will hit us. Right. Let's go. Annie leapt from the ground to start flying and immediately engaged hummingbird hover mode. But where to? That's a good question. I remember we're looking for Trevor, but I have no idea what Trevor looks like, or where he is, or even what he is. How are we going to find him? Remember what Mr. Lyon said? We've got to be still and ask him. We better not be too still, or we're going to get bonked on the head by another one of these coconuts from the crazy monkey up there. Right, right. Well, uh, I suppose we can be still and quiet inside while we're on the move. Marty walked while Annie flew and talked to Mr. Lion, whom she couldn't see. Mr. Lion? Who is Trevor, and where do we go to find him? They patiently waited for an answer as they traveled. Annie! I heard his voice inside. He said we're heading the right way. Continue to the sea. Oh boy, me too, Marty. He really is with us. So, did you find out who Trevor is? Hmm, I didn't yet. Maybe we'll know him when we see him? Ah! An arrow whizzed by, only a few feet away from Annie. Annie, get down here. You're in harm's way. You're going to die up there. Just as the words came out of Marty's mouth, he noticed an arrow headed right at her. Annie! Annie turned around to see an arrow pointing directly at her, hanging in mid-air, stopped as if it had hit its mark on a target. Except there was no target. She wanted so badly to take a second look at the strange sight, but realized Marty was right. She needed to go out of harm's way, and fast. Did you see that, Marty? 
she said as she came in for a landing next to her friend and fell in stride quickly beside him. Yeah, that's why I yelled at you to get down here. No, I mean, did you see that arrow get stuck in something? But there's nothing there. Something invisible protected me. Wow, how strange. I guess Mr. Lion can protect us in ways we can't even see, huh? I could have died up there. I was about to, Marty. But you didn't. Just like we didn't die when we thought Mr. Lion was going to eat us. Twice. He's good, Annie. We can trust him. Annie tried to wrap her mind around that to really believe it. Obviously, he had saved them more than once. Why was it so hard to trust that he would continue to? As they approached the beach, the arrows ceased firing. Look, Marty, can you see that thing over there? Maybe that's Trevor. Marty hurried to it and began inspecting its five legs. I think it's a starfish. I've only read about them in a book once before. They're even cooler in person. Smaller than I expected, though. Their little legs have these little suckers on them to help them move. Look! Come on, King. I need a king. They both looked up, surprised. Did you hear someone, Annie? I know I just heard someone. Annie nodded and looked about. There were no other animals in sight, but the sound was not coming from the starfish. Oh, fully not a queen, a king. It's coming from that moss-covered rock over there. Let's go inspect. Maybe Trevor's hiding behind it. As they approached, Annie was the first to speak. Hello? Is anyone there? Not a jack either. A king, I tell you. I need a king. Annie looked at Marty and giggled, <laughs> then flew to the ocean side of the rock. Boo! Hmm, strange. No one there. As she backed away from the rock, inspecting it from the only other side she hadn't yet, a long green neck with a diamond-shaped head emerged. Um, hello. Hey, who are you? Yikes, I, I didn't realize you were a turtle. I, I thought, well, I thought you were a rock. Mm, nope, not a rock. Now, please excuse me, I'm in the middle of a game of solitaire. Gotta win this time. Oh no, please wait. I'm Annie, and this is Marty. Eh, what happened to him? Where is scales or feathers or fur? I'm a mole rat, a naked mole rat. We don't have those things. The turtle snickered a bit as he stuck his head back into his shell. And who are you? Annie asked as she stood atop the turtle's shell, bent over upside down, and peeked her head inside. Ah, can't a turtle get a little privacy around here? I guess not. Annie backed up as the turtle emerged from his shell again. My name's Trevor. Annie looked at Marty excitedly. He gave her a thumbs up and mouthed, We found him. If you're not going to leave me alone, do you know how to play solitaire? I'm stuck. Annie watched him flip over three playing cards and put them in a stack. Definitely don't need a three. Another arrow ah! whizzed by. Annie jumped off his shell and hid from the arrows on the seaside of Trevor. Marty was only a half second behind. Trevor, huh? It's nice to meet ya, said Marty, trying to stay calm. Yeah, yeah, nice to meet you too, naked rat. 
Trevor, aren't you scared? There are sharp arrows flying around out here. I think someone's trying to attack you. Nah, I've got my shell. No one can hurt me while I play solitaire in here. How long have you been here playing cards? Hmm, good question. I don't know. Ten? Twenty? Not another queen. Twenty days? Annie whispered to Marty. Ten or twenty years, I suppose. Years? You've been hiding for twenty years? Maybe longer, yeah, probably longer. Not hiding, though, just trying to win this game. Trevor, we're here to save you. <laughs> Saved from what? These cards? No, from the battle going on around you. For you. They want to destroy you, Trevor. I'm fine. They can't get me in here with my cards. My shell's perfectly safe. Maybe, but you're barely alive. You haven't moved in 20 years. So, what's the problem? Don't you want to live, Trevor? Don't you want to be free and explore and have adventures and fun? Solitaire's fun. It's fine. I'm good. Ah, come on. Not a six, a king. Annie took a quick breath. Trevor, Mr. Lion sent us to save you, to lead you back to him so you can follow him and have real life. The adventure-filled, purposeful kind that makes you want to get up every morning. A lion? Save me? Yeah, right. If you think these monkeys with coconuts and invisible guys with arrows are going to get me, a lion would only be ten times worse. Great-grandma Turtle used to say, never trust a shark or a lion. They'll eat you in one bite, shell and all. Not this lion. But we thought so too at first. In fact, we're still learning to trust him. And this mission he gave us is so exciting. Would you please consider joining us? How about you come back tomorrow? Maybe I'll beat this game and then we can talk about whatever little mission you're on again. Okay, Trevor. If that's what you want, we'll come back. How many times have you won this game? Counting today, um, zero. Never? Marty and Annie felt completely discouraged. Marty? Yes, Annie? What do you think we do now? Well, I don't think Mr. Lion sent us here to fail. I think we just have to be patient and keep trying. And ask him what to do next. Right, good thought, Annie. Trevor, we'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Marty peeked out from behind Trevor's shell to see that the arrows had stopped flying, so they set out to find a place to sleep for the night. As they walked, Marty talked to Mr. Lion. Trevor sure doesn't want to come with us to meet you. He doesn't even realize he's in a battle and in need of saving. What do we do now? Please help Trevor to understand that you're good and that following you can give him true life. Mr. Lion, please help us. Wow, friends, it sure sounds like Annie and Marty have their work cut out for them. And they're not feeling too hopeful. How would you feel if you were in their place? I think I would be pretty discouraged myself. 
but the story is just about to get really good, Miss Adventure. There's never a dull moment when you're following Mr. Lion. Friends, I bet you knew that Jesus died to save us from the punishment you and I deserve because of our sins. But did you know he also called us to follow him? And following him is an adventure. It can feel scary at times, and even dangerous. God has an enemy, and when we follow him, we find ourselves in a battle against him. But we too have a protector and a guide. When we choose to follow Jesus, his Holy Spirit comes to live inside of us, to lead us and guide us. There's no greater adventure we can take in this life than following Jesus and being connected to him through his Holy Spirit. In that journey, we learn that he is trustworthy and oh so good. We'll see you next time, friends, to find out what happens next with Annie, Marty, and this hard-shelled turtle, Trevor. And we'll learn even more about Jesus and his plan for our lives. See you then. Bye-bye! <laughs>